0: Welcome to Practically Christian Podcast, the ministry of Sin Church. This is a podcast dedicated to taking all that information you got all up in your brain and giving you real, practical application. Hello and welcome to another episode of Practically Christian Podcast.
1: Welcome. Hello.
0: This, Sorry. Are you all done now? I'm done. Like, can I talk? Yep. Okay. This episode is going to be a little bit different because the topic we are going to be discussing is a gigantic topic.
1: Like a Goliath gigantic? Really? Sorry.
0: That's what we're going with? That's what I was doing. Mm -hmm. But yes, it is. Okay. Like it is a topic that is way too big for us to try to cover in just one episode. It's going to take us a couple of different episodes to do it. Okay. But the exciting thing is... Mm hmm is another user requested topic.
1: User or listener?
0: Both. Like, what,
1: are, what are they using?
0: Our knowledge, duh. <laughs> well,
1: that's kind of arrogant.
0: You're right. Listener is a better word. Mm-hmm. So, as always, um, this came to us through Facebook. You can head over. Find us at Practically Christian Podcast on Facebook
1: and Instagram.
0: Yeah, make sure you like and follow both of them so that you can stay up to date with everything we have going on. Like this is the first episode we we have in our new studio. So really, in all <laughs> honesty, hey, I am more than tickled pink by this. Like, I you know. have no idea. You
1: left dinner early.
0: <laughs> I did. I did. I, I got done. I was left like, I'm out. Pay the me bill
1: with the check.
0: But this is our new episode in our new studio, so let you know hit us up, let us know how the audio sounds to you.
1: I like it. I can hear it in my ears.
0: yes, we now have fancy gadgets,
1: well, not that fancy, but fancier than what we had before.
0: and I should probably read the manuals, but whatever,
1: whatever. <laughs> it's overrated <laughs> If it
0: sounds good, let me know if it doesn't sound good, let me know.
1: actually keep that to yourself.
0: No, because I no, need to know. No, I know
1: you need to know. Anywho.
0: But as always, you can also find information at practicallychristianpodcast.com. So all the pleasantries out of the way. Thank you. <laughs> I just, I can't. Like, listening to it in the headphones here is like,
1: just like I feel start. like a
0: professional. I know. Like, you look professional.
1: I wish people could see you. <laughs>
0: Right? Got the backwards hat and everything. I'm standing up. I'm like, what?
1: Headphones on.
0: What I need is a stand that I can put this on. So They don't know what
1: this is. What is this?
0: So I can put the tablet on so I don't have to sit here and hold it the whole time.
1: Well.
0: But, all right. Ooh. That was Reaver. loud. My bad. <laughs> so the armor of God is found in Ephesians 6. Like who that wrote is
1: Ephesians.
0: Paul did, and mm-hmm. you're gonna hear you're gonna hear me say a lot. You know, as Paul said, mm-hmm. um, this was the question: Could we discuss the armor of God? Mm-hmm. And right out the gate, I want to make this as practical as possible. Okay, you know that's why it's practically Christian podcast, right? Without being heretical and just giving you 15 steps to overcoming evil in your life.
1: I thought that's what we were doing.
0: No, that is not what we are doing. I'm
1: kidding. I didn't think we were doing that. I know you wouldn't. Um,
0: But would that be getting used to the studio there? Dan?
1: I am. Sorry about that.
0: Yep, you can hear the chair, too. You <laughs> might want to stop. That's why I'm standing. Um, That one was me. <laughs> Dude, there's so many gadgets. Like, this is so crazy.
1: Anyway. But... Go ahead.
0: So, this isn't going to be a full-on sermon on the subject. It's going to be more of a conversation. It's okay. going to be more of a discussion. Mm-hmm. Um, and I thought the easiest thing to do would be to break it down into smaller bite-sized parts. Mm-hmm. And, like, right now, we're only going to look at verses 10 through 13.
1: Ephesians
0: six, six ten, 10, through, 10
1: 13. through
0: 13. So, like, it starts with, in verse 10, Finally, be strong in the Lord and in the strength of his might. All right. Okay. Paul is wrapping up his book his letter to the Ephesians mm-hmm. in verse 10. And that's why he says, finally, like, Hey, I'm getting close to the end. Mm-hmm. Finally. Um, and there's so much in there. So if you haven't read the book of Ephesians, I would encourage anyone to go in and read it. It is a great book.
1: It's a fairly easy read for someone who's newer and reading the Bible.
0: And there's only six chapters in it. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> can't get lost. But, it is finally be strong in the Lord and his strength.
1: Mm. Not in your own strength.
0: No, and, and really, it's really, really, really important for us to understand. And it really speaks to what we're all about here at Practically Christian Podcast.
1: A clear understanding of where our strength comes from.
0: Yeah, and, and we're going to get into that in just a second. But Paul isn't giving us here a list of ways that we can be better. In fact, it's just the opposite. Paul is saying, be strong in the Lord. Mm-hmm. You know, Paul is saying in all of this, you don't have it in you. Right. Let me repeat that because I don't know if that like really went through. Which part? We do not have it in us mm-hmm. to be strong enough to resist sin or depression or anger or the devil. Anxiety, or
1: Anxiety, stress, your... It- Frustration, anything you can think of that seems like it might be negative or an attack, if you will.
0: Right. And really what he's saying is I don't care how much faith you have. You can't many, do it. Right. How many Bible verses you've memorized, your strength does not rest in you. Right. You know, and, and seriously, if if we could understand that, that that's, we're not – where our strength is we're not where our strength comes from
1: it's exhausting to walk around and think that you have to do it yourself or that the strength can be found in you and i hear a lot of people say that actually in the past couple of weeks i've heard that a lot i've seen it on facebook i've seen it on instagram find the strength you need it's in you you have everything you need in you um and unless you're talking about jesus and him residing in us and him being in our hearts you don't have it in you. You're not strong enough, and that's okay.
0: Right, and I and I'm not, ag- not. I'm not against any kind of like encouragement. Encouragement, yeah. right? No, like, but we need that. But when you're sitting here going, you know, you're all you need. You're well, wrong. Yeah, you are.
1: And I think there's maybe sometimes people get discouraged thinking that they're weak because they don't have what it takes because there are so many people going, well, you have it in you, you have it in you. And if you have someone who's struggling with severe anxiety or depression or stress, and they feel like they're drowning and they don't feel like they have it in them, they feel weak, they're discouraged, and they might put on a strong, brave face, but they don't have it in them. So they can't fake through it
0: well and and i think you bring up an x and an just an excellent point in that because really when when you put yourself in that position then you're only leaving yourself two possible outcomes which are despair or pride
1: mm. but i think pride will lead to
0: despair hopefully eventually right But, I mean, it's either going to lead to you going, look how awesome I am and look how well I can keep all these commandments. Even
1: though you're dying
0: on the inside. Well, and i.e. the Pharisees. Right. Like, that would have been their, Mm
1: -hmm. you know,
0: their go-to. Or that leads you to, what's the point? I can't do this. Right. I
1: can't do it anyway. Right. Which comes from not having an understanding of you can't do it. And it's okay. It's freeing to understand you can't do it.
0: And it it, it is. And, And I wish more people could understand that
1: have an appreciation for knowing that your strength comes from jesus and it's not from you because that like again like i said it's i lived like that it's exhausting
0: well and and you you have to stop and go how can you go there is you know he who the son has set free is free indeed right but then go but i'm still a slave to all this right are you either set free or are you a slave right because you can't be a free slave no um But moving on to verse 11, you know, put the whole armor of God that you might be able to stand against the schemes of the devil. Mm. Mm. Now, what Paul does not say here Mm -hmm. is take all the cool tricks you have learned about behavior modification or moral therapeutic deism Mm -hmm. and apply them. Right. Because really, in all honesty, behavior modification works for a certain length of time. Right.
1: Right. Eventually, you're going to fall back into whatever it was that you modified because you're going to go back to what makes you comfortable and what's safe.
0: Well, and at at your most stressed, you will always fall back to your lowest level of training. Right. You know, because you'll lose those higher functions. Mm-hmm. You know, we can't quote verses like Psalm 91 about God being our refuge. If we are not totally dependent upon him to be our refuge, right? If that makes sense,
1: mm-hmm.
0: um, you know, it, it, you, you wouldn't like we were in Saint Augustine, right? A couple of days this ago, weekend. you know, mm-hmm. and, and you know we're walking around the fort. Well, the fort would have only worked if the people trusted the fort and Was went inside work. the fort, right? You know, if they were like, yeah, look at that fort, that's awesome, but I'm gonna stand here and you know in, attack from here, right,
1: in the line of fire, right.
0: And, and that's what Paul is trying to get at. Too many times we look at this more like, God, let me try it my way first. Mm-hmm. And if it doesn't work, then I'll let you come in and finish that.
1: And I think maybe for on a side note, understand that there's nothing that you're going to do that's going to change God's plan, I guess, for your life. I think people sometimes, after they realize, okay, I can't do this by myself, then they go, man, I messed it up. I'm too far gone. I had a conversation with someone like that two days ago, and they were just, you know, I messed it up, and you know, I didn't let God do what He was going to do, and I, man, I was right. like, whoa, right. whoa, like,
0: like this God that created the entire world, darling, and, and you stop them, <laughs> right?
1: There's nothing that you can do that's going to stop. I mean, He might let you do something, um, but you didn't go to so far that you're just ruined forever,
0: right? And and I'm reminded of the story in Acts. Uh, nineteen about the seven sons of Sceva, mm-hmm. um, mm-hmm. where you know they're like, "Hey, we're gonna go cast out," and I'm, of course, paraphrasing. You can go right. ahead and read it in Acts nineteen. Hey, we're gonna go cast out this demon. Mm, we you are know? going
1: to, mm-hmm. and and
0: really quickly they try to cast it out with their own power. Like they walk up and they see this guy, and they thought that they can use Jesus the same way that we try to use Jesus today, right? And they they came to him, and they were like. I adjure you in the name of Jesus, whom Paul proclaims, you know, and the demon like
1: kind of chuckles at
0: him. Yeah, <laughs> like, like looks okay. at him and he's like, Jesus, we know Paul, we've heard of you, but really who is you, mm-hmm. you know, and that that's, you know, my version, that's but the
1: Sanford coming out in you. I'm pretty
0: sure the demons weren't <laughs> like, who is you bro? <laughs>
1: they might have, you don't
0: know. Maybe in the Greek. Maybe I don't the know Greek? how that translates, Whatever. But, I don't
1: know what language they were speaking. Um,
0: and then the demon jumps out and whoops, all seven of them. Yep, and then jumps right back into the guy that he was inside of. Right, you know. And the the point is, is we do not have the strength.
1: We don't have know? the power. We don't have the anything.
0: And every time we try, we just wind up getting beat up. Mm-hmm. You, you know what I mean? Like, oh,
1: I do. Mm-hmm. And and seriously,
0: there's a lot of people walking around that 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 are beating themselves down because they're they you know. They're like, oh, but I've been told all my life, you know, if I'm a Christian, then you know it has to look this way, and I have to do this, and I have to do that. And right.
1: It's it's falling into into tradition and falling into um, things that you know maybe your parents did and your parents' parents did, and you know, jump three times and do a backflip, and this will happen. And right, that's not how it works.
0: Absolutely. For we do not wrestle, in verse 12, we do not wrestle against flesh and blood, but against the rulers, against the authorities, against the cosmic powers Mm. over this present darkness, against the spiritual forces of evil in the heavenly places. Right. If we got to this point, how much easier would it be to forgive others?
1: Oh, (laughs) I feel like I didn't didn't know everything you had set for today, but I mean, I've had these conversations all week with people.
0: But I mean, when you really stop and look at it and go, our fight isn't against the people we're arguing with. Our right. fight is with the spiritual forces mm-hmm. of evil in the heavenly places. Mm-hmm. We don't wrestle against flesh and blood. I mean...
1: We can't even wrap our head around that the right way.
0: Right. You and your spouse don't see eye to eye. Right. It's not their fault. Right. They are broken the same way that you're broken, the right. same way I am broken. The problem is a sin problem and not a person problem.
1: Right. And I know I've struggled with that, you know, understanding that any disagreements or struggles we may have had, you know, I was, instead of being self-righteous, I had to come to the point where I was realizing I was in an argument with someone who was just as broken as I was. And once I really started wrapping my head around that, it was like, he deserves just the same grace and mercy and forgiveness as God shows me and as you show me, you know, and I, I mean, I'll call myself out on it. I did not like that.
0: Well, but I mean, inside of everyone who has been born, which last time I checked includes everyone. Right. Um, <laughs> we are equipped to sin. Like that is our natural default. Being, That's good, our go-to. It, being right. good is not in our nature. No. You know, Romans three is very clear. No one does good. Not even one.
1: And you know we no fall into God. we fall into saying things like oh they have a good heart they're a good person but we don't really understand what that means. Right. That's a whole other podcast. Well, I mean, right,
0: right. But as this pertains to you know the armor of God, you know, therefore when my spouse or my friend or my sibling or my child or anyone else in my life right sins against me, understand this: we do the same exact thing to God. Every single day.
1: It's probably saved my life on I-4 over and over again. When someone's cutting me off, speeding behind me, flicking me off. Because for whatever reason, it happens a lot. Um, Because I drive really slow. But um, I used to get really, really mad. And I mean mad. Now, I slow down, let them go in front of me. They flick me off. I don't even look at them. I don't honk my horn. I have no idea what that broken person is dealing with. And they may just be being a jerk. I don't know.
0: Right, because my problem isn't with a person. My problem is with the sin that controls that person's right. life. Right, right. And this means if I want things to get better, if I want things to be better between me and whoever it is, mm-hmm. the only way that's going to happen isn't through my strength, right. isn't through how smart I am, how well I can argue, anything of that nature. It is through Jesus. Right. Going all the way back to verse 10, I need to rest in the Lord in his strength, not my own.
1: And I can't control when someone else gets to that point where Jesus has dealt with their heart or, or you know, worked on their, their sin or I, I can't, so I can't assume that anyone I'm dealing with is going to get there. I don't know.
0: Right. And I mean, I know some people out there are probably thinking to themselves at this point, isn't this ex- an excuse for people to just do whatever they want and just go, oh, well, I'm a sinner. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Yeah, it is.
1: The same (laughs) excuse that we use, you know?
0: Well, and the Bible tells us we are dead in our trespasses and sin, and dead people can't make choices.
1: Mm, No, and dead people stink.
0: And again, our motivation should be to introduce people to Jesus because it is only through that relationship that our heart of stone is replaced with a heart of flesh.
1: Mm -hmm. Ezekiel 36, 26. And that is
0: so important. Yep. So moving on to verse 13, therefore, take up the whole armor of God that you may be able to withstand in this evil day and having done all to stand firm. <laughs> oh, the theatric readings are coming. Oh,
1: wonderful.
0: Paul. Do, do, do.
1: <laughs> <laughs> no. no. <laughs> what on earth was I'm sorry. That? This,
0: this is a serious thing. I should not be playing. Please forgive me.
1: Please continue. <laughs>
0: Paul finishes this portion of, of scripture with therefore, and every time you see therefore, you need to stop and see what the there is therefore.
1: Right.
0: You know, and as far as all this goes, therefore, this is why we need the whole armor of God. Mm-hmm. Because it doesn't depend on me. It isn't in my strength. Right. It isn't how many Bible verses I know. Mm -hmm. It isn't how well I can articulate the gospel. It isn't how many friends I have or what my title is. Mm -hmm. It is Jesus and Jesus alone.
1: All day, every day.
0: And and I'm constantly reminded, I am not Jesus. And regardless of how much faith I have or how much I want things to be different, my only job is to put on my armor Mm -hmm. and stand firm.
1: And no matter how badly you want things to be different, not just for you, but for other people, it doesn't matter what you say or do. You cannot control how they behave. You can't control how they respond, if they respond to you.
0: You're you're right. I mean, just stand. Just know the war isn't yours. The war isn't mine. Right. Just stand there and let Jesus do what only Jesus can do.
1: I mean, and I use that word let. I mean, you use that. A little
0: loosely, you know. Absolutely, in maybe context. maybe understand right. Just like, know this is Jesus's fight, not right. yours. Right. And we'll see this in later episodes what it means to put on this armor and what this armor does. And
1: piece by piece,
0: without understanding mm-hmm. the the very basics that we are just to stand here and Jesus is going to fight, and we cannot like if if you can't understand that, then it does no good to know what any of the armor does because. That right there is the pivotal thing.
1: You have to understand it's Jesus. Just Jesus.
0: Right. Like, it isn't how, how well we are. It isn't no. our strength. It isn't anything that we bring to the table.
1: It's not the worship songs we sing. It's not. I mean, we need all the things that we do for encouragement and for, you know, for growth, discipleship. But the work is done by Jesus. And I think that's getting lost in church today. With so many self-helps and step-by-steps and programs and, you know, weaving baskets that are turning into Bible studies and, you know, look how the essential oils help, whatever. You know what I'm talking about.
0: (laughs) I do, especially with the oils. (laughs) But like, look at it and go, do you have shame and guilt? Mm. You know, do you look at your life and you're like, man, I'm I'm, I'm so ashamed of things I've done. Mm -hmm. Jesus paid for it. Right. Like Romans 8 1, there is now no condemnation for those found in Christ. Right. You know, Jesus took your place, Jesus paid for your sin. The hardest thing we ever have to do in life is to understand that Jesus forgave us. Right. All of the wrath of God was swallowed up by Jesus hanging there on a cross, bleeding a death
1: that we deserve. Right.
0: So, I mean, again, it goes back to stand firm, understand that this isn't your fight. But if you do want to take the war to the devil and, and as us good Baptist people, that was very hard for me to say. <laughs> Great, suit up. This is what Paul is telling us to do. That we should hate with everything we are the evil in this world. Mm-hmm. That our faith in Jesus' victory should cause us to suit up and stand firm in battle right. every day. And what about those people that that lack the you know the they, they sit here and go, well, I don't have the strength to do this. I can't. I can't go suit up. I can't overcome sin. I can't break this addiction. I can't fix my marriage. I can't do this. I can't do that. I'm in trouble. I'm just dead and broken. And, and like I bring nothing to the table. Mm-hmm. Well, understand it doesn't rest on you.
1: Right. And we should be encouraging to the people around us who are going through those things.
0: Absolutely. But if my actions didn't condemn me. Right. that my sheer force of will will not save me. Right. Again, it is Jesus alone. Mm-hmm.
1: So I think we are we'll be wrapping up in just a moment. And um, I mean, I know you'll be going piece by piece. We'll be talking about it over and over. And um, <clears throat> we'll see you in later. Upper...
0: Yeah. I'm so sorry. Yeah, we, we will. <laughs> I was reading so- <laughs> we will go piece by piece, we'll we'll go over what what you know the practical applications of like the sword of the spirit and you know things of that nature. Um, mm-hmm. but what we what we are hoping to accomplish, like I said, this isn't a sermon. this is a, a discussion and a conversation, and the the bottom baseline of everything we need to understand is nothing else that we're going to discuss in the series does us any good unless we understand that it was Jesus and Jesus alone. Right. So until next week, I challenge you, understand it was Jesus. It wasn't you. It wasn't your strength. It wasn't your sheer will, will to have a better life. It wasn't. Mm-hmm. It was Jesus. And we don't even know why it was Jesus. We don't even know what Jesus was thinking. We don't know why Jesus saves any one of us. And
1: I, I don't think it even matters. I'm just glad he did.
0: Absolutely. And our only job in all of this now is to go out and tell people, Hey, look what Jesus did for me. Right. So until next week, I that, that's the challenge. Understand, really fall back and, and embrace the fact that it was Jesus. It wasn't you. You didn't earn it, so you can't lose it. Right. And no but,
1: one can take it away from you.
0: And all you got to do is stand firm in his strength, right. in Jesus' strength. So uh, questions, comments, concerns, hit us up on Facebook. Other than that, can't Thank wait to talk to you guys next week. Love you.
1: And have a wonderful Thanksgiving.
0: Oh yeah, gobble, gobble, gobble Oh, don't do that (laughs) Love you guys Thank you for listening to Practically Christian Podcast Please rate, comment, and share Because we cannot do this without all of your love and support For more information, go to Scent.Church Until next week, keep running the race set before you And we love you